Hi, I'm Rob. And I'm Michelle. And this is Two Two Librarians Librarians Walk Into a Shelf. This is our 15th podcast episode. I can't believe it. I know. Later on in this episode, we're going to talk about getting into the spirit of the holidays, you know, how to ease into it this year, because... I don't want to start it too early because then I'm tired of it by the time Christmas comes around. But I also don't want to stress out about it. Right. So we'll talk about what gets us into the holiday spirit, the kind of stuff that we're into that time of year. Uh, But before that, we have a top 10 list. And this time we've got the top 10 punny holiday book titles. Number 10, 12 Dogs of Christmas. Number 9, The Gifts of the Magpie. Number 8, Ho Ho Homicide. Number 7, Death Overdue, a holiday library mystery. Number six, How the Finch Stole Christmas. Number five, The Turkey Trot Murder. Number four, Holiday Grind, a coffee house mystery. Number three, Not a Creature Was Purring. Number two, The Gingerbread Cookie Murder. (laughs) And number one, All I Want for Christmas is a Vampire. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) And all of these are available between uh, the HMCPL system and Hoopla, possibly Overdrive. So, All I Want for Christmas is a Vampire. Yeah, that one's on Hoopla. Okay. (laughs) Have you read that one? I have not. Okay. The title is intriguing, though. It is. I wonder what kind of book that is. You know, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I hope those brought you some joy. Yes. Those titles are wonderful. And they're never going to end. We could probably do that list every year and it'll always be 10 different. Probably so. Honey titles. Honey. So uh, we got our top 10 book titles out of the way. Next week is the first book club. That's right. The We've- first two librarians walk into a shelf book club. Uh, we're reading A Rogue by Any Other Name by Sarah McLean. It is available on Hoopla, so that means anybody who's interested in reading this book with us, there's no waiting. Uh, Go to Hoopla, download it, and we'll all be on the same page. Yeah. You know, I really appreciate your uh, willingness to read this book. Well, I thought it was going to be silly at first, but I read enough of it quickly to realize I think I understand why people read these books. I I know. (laughs) (laughs) There's something about these books. I'm not saying I'm going to read the whole series, which I know you want me to. Well, if you want to. But, I mean, I'm not totally opposed to reading the whole series. Okay. If the quality of certain aspects of the story are continued through. Sure. Great dialogue. Very funny dialogue. Believable characters. Believable enough. Funny situations. It's like that old TV show Moonlighting with Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. I remember that that show existed. Wow, my reference went way too far back. Sorry. So yeah, I've enjoyed what I've read. We'll be finishing it up this week for next week's discussion. And if anybody wants to participate with your own comments, if you read the book, you have some thoughts on it, there's a couple different ways you can get those to us. One would be emailing us directly here at the branch, and that would be madison at hmcpl.org. Yeah, and you can also comment on social media on any of our posts about the podcast. You can also leave us a voice message if you have the Anchor podcast app. It's run through Spotify, and it's free. You can listen to our podcast through Anchor. You can also leave us voice messages through Anchor. So we'd love to hear your feedback. Yes, please. And uh, this is a fun book club. It's really, I thought this was going to be a serious book. thought it was going to be boring. 
and it's anything but so far. It's action-packed. It is action-packed with all kinds of, of action. It's been fun. I, I can't wait to finish it, and we'll, we'll talk about it next week. All right, so we're getting into November. We're getting close to the holiday season. Galaxy of Lights is going to open up here in a little bit. Right. That's the thing that really kicks off the holiday season for me and my family. We do the walkthrough nights at Galaxy of Lights. There's hot chocolate. If you're into like going to see Santa, there's a really nice Santa with a great photo drop. You can walk through all the lights. You know, some of them are really interesting and move and uh, look different. There's the snowflake little alley you can walk through, and it looks like snow is falling with the lights. And then they've got like fake snow going. And cool. when kids are little, it's super magical, uh, and it's just a fun thing to kick off the holiday season. So, what is it that gets you going for the holiday season? A lot of times, it's doing the some of the Christmas shopping, especially for the kids and the family. And getting out, seeing all the decorations and the lights everywhere. We do love to sometimes just drive around and check out all the lights. Usually, though, by by the middle of November, I'm kind of tired of it because we've been living with Christmas since the middle of summer, as far as most of the retail stores are. But I have not been going out this year. Oh, so it's like fresh. So it's still fresh. So, like, I'm excited. Like, I haven't gone to any of the places and have really seen a whole lot of Christmas. I've seen some, but it's not been, like, past year. So it's kind of like... When I was a kid, it's building again this year. There's a little bit of an excitement. We got done with Halloween and had a good time. We're rolling towards Thanksgiving, and Christmas is coming. It's not been crammed down our throats. At least not. it's not been crammed down my throat. <laughs> well, and there's the added bonus. Neither of us work retail anymore. There's no more retail. So, yeah, so, like, we didn't have to set it. Nope. Back in July. Nope, there's no inventory. This year is a little different, and and that's kind of making it exciting and kind of looking forward to it. It's going to be a little bit of a different Christmas, obviously, getting together with family and friends, but just stuff that I do with my my wife, driving around, checking out the lights, doing some shopping for my stepson, fun stuff like that, decorating the house. That's incredibly wholesome. It it probably is more wholesome than what most would expect from me. And then we like to, you know, settle in for some hot chocolate and one of the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies. Right. So that's a tradition. What about Krampus? <laughs> yes, we actually saw it at the theater when it first came out, and that became our new Christmas movie. So we Excellent. watch Krampus every year. There's All a couple right. that we watch every year, but uh, you like Krampus, right? Have you seen it? No, I've not seen Krampus. Come on now. <laughs> no, I'm more the lines of the holiday. If you've seen The Holiday with Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet and Jack Black and Jude Law. No. You've never seen The Holiday? No. Oh, man. That's but now a, I'm, you know I'm open because you recommended one that even my wife couldn't believe that I enjoyed when we watched it. Love Actually? Love Actually, yeah. That one we watch every year now. Yeah, it's a great one. And last year she introduced me to some of the uh, holiday musicals, White Christmas maybe, Holiday Inn, and those were kind of fun for what they were. Okay. So. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff like that. I think you'd like the holiday. Gremlins. Well, sure, and Die Hard. Die Hard, absolutely. Um, I'm actually one of those weird people that like Die Hard 2 better because it takes place in the snow. More Christmassy? It does feel more Christmassy, Okay. I have a little tradition. After Thanksgiving dinner, we come back from my mom's, and kids asleep, everybody's peopled out. I crash on the couch, and I used to watch every single Thanksgiving episode of Friends. And those episodes, something about it just, it brought me joy and it kind of kicked off, you know, Thanksgiving's done. We're watching these episodes. Unfortunately, I feel that Friends kind of hasn't aged well. Some of the jokes don't hold up anymore. What was funny, what, 25 years ago isn't necessarily 
funny now. Right. You know, we don't use people's sexual orientation as a pejorative anymore. Right. And there's an awful lot of that in Friends. So I just don't find it as enjoyable as I used to. But I have a, found a replacement. Okay. I like to rewatch all the Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episodes. Okay. And if you're not familiar with Bob's Burgers, I think that you should be. It's a delightful little family that owns a burger joint, and they're a little bit dysfunctional. And the Thanksgiving episodes are crazy, and they're heartwarming, and they will definitely make you laugh. I've always enjoyed the holiday episodes of, of TV shows. Yeah. Last month, I went back and rewatched some of the Halloween episodes like the freaks and geeks and of course i'll probably watch the freaks and geeks christmas episode mm-hmm. too because that's a great one because it's like a real it's like christmas like i remember it when i was a kid where everybody's upset <laughs> <laughs> everybody had huge ideas of how something was going to be and it, they came crumbling down right. and, and everyone feels like the world is ending it just speaks to me you know <laughs> When I was a kid, man, I used to love the Happy Days holiday special and this one and that one. And, and uh, I still enjoy watching those. So some of the stuff that I have on um, DVD, I'll go back and, and watch. I remember all the friends. I tend to enjoy the awkwardness of the office holiday special. Oh, yeah. And the, the cringe, cringy humor. The cringy, awkward, like probably in a couple more years, that won't be acceptable. It's not really acceptable now. Yeah, some of it kind of pushes the line. Some of it's fine, but yeah. See, and I'm used to that. I grew up in the 80s, so like nothing <laughs> Every, I remember. Everything, everything was crunchy. <laughs> yeah, like we can't talk about anything anymore or, or you know, people start yelling at us. Well, so That's probably the way it should have been then. Uh, well, you're probably right. <laughs> but yeah, that, that all that kind of stuff, it helps me feel like I'm a part of that season. I, yeah. I feel like... Especially when I see something that, that triggers a memory, like a Freaks and Geeks, and you remember when you were a kid and something didn't go your way and you just thought the world <laughs> was going to end. <laughs> and uh, that's a very real connection that I think people have with, with that kind of entertainment. Yeah, that show's great. Oh, yeah. So do you have any books that help you get into the holiday season or help you feel in the spirit? Absolutely. And, of course, we've talked about this before. I think it was episode three. I made the confession, I owned it, that in the month of December, I read as many cheesy Christmas romances or mysteries or however many of those Christmas-themed books as I can. Yeah. Last year, I actually did November and December, so we talked about one of those great books that I read, but I read a a lot of different ones, and last year, I read David Sedaris's uh, Holidays on Ice, and this guy, I don't know, are you familiar with his writings? I am. He is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, It's not for everybody, but if you don't consider yourself everybody, (laughs) you're probably going to enjoy the heck out of this. He tells some great stories, the best of which was when he had to play an elf uh, over the Christmas season at, uh, I think it was Macy's. Oh, dear. And uh, just that weird world of making, earning a living by being an elf for Santa Claus in a department store. So it's very funny. Again, it's not, it's not for everybody language, but, um, you know, if you have a bent kind of sense of humor, I think that you would really enjoy that one. All right. What about you? What you, what well, you got? Most of what I've got to talk about are, are cookbooks. Cause to me, like I really enjoy cooking for people around the holidays. So recipes. Okay. Uh, I've got a couple of funny ones and a couple of serious ones. I've got, are you there, God? It's me, Margarita. It's more cocktails with a literary twist. So the first one of these is Tequila Mockingbird. You might be familiar with that one. But it's um, literary-themed cocktail recipes. Okay. 
Okay. Just the title alone, I think, and the cover delightful, but a recipe's on the inside. Drinker, tailor, soldier, spy. <laughs> right. Animal crackers farm. You know, it's they're just funny. And the cocktails, the Bellini jar, which I don't know if we really need to be making jokes about the bell jar, but here we are. Yeah. David Copper Mug. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, if you're looking for a funny cocktail recipe and you want to impress your friends by being literary, uh, we've got a couple of copy this, copies of this in the system you can check out. Well, I have one to piggyback on that one, and that is Holiday Shots. Uh-oh. This is a whole, a whole recipe of holiday-themed shots. And, I mean, this has got everything, the dirty Christmas tree. <laughs> Christmas tree swirl. Uh, what else? Santa's little helper. Black peppermint shooter. The three wise men. But I think the one that I'm most interested in would be the elf power. Uh oh. So this this concoction is how the elves stay up all night making presents, making the toys for the gifts for the children for all Santa. Right. And it is literally one half ounce Goldschlager with <laughs> one half ounce Red Bull. Okay. Stir <laughs> and slam. And slam. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll get you going for that all night holiday party. Heck yeah! So this is a uh, this is a, a lot of fun little shot recipes like that, and we've got several copies in the system. I have another funny cookbook that I'm just going to share because if you don't know that this exists, I think that you should. We aren't going to talk too long about it. But it's Fifty Shades of Chicken, Ooh. a parody in a cookbook. And it says 50 chicken recipes bound to be delicious. Oh. Uh, so if you're looking for an interesting chicken recipe for your holiday cooking for your family, uh, you could check, you know, skewered chicken, basted bird, lots of fun uh, puns inside the book. It's a parody, but the recipes are good. Sounds delicious. <laughs> as far as fiction goes, I will recommend one of my Westerns. Gunsmoke Holiday by Archie Jocelyn. It's a Western. Would you say that Westerns are romances for men? Yes. (laughs) Westerns are romances for men, as we've talked about before, and I I will swear to this to my dying day. And Gunsmoke Holiday is your basic Western romance <laughs> that just happens to take place right before Christmas. Uh, I don't remember it being a huge part of the book, but I remember at the end of the book, Christmas was mentioned finally, and I was like, oh, I get it, Gunsmoke Holiday. Right. But uh, we have that. There's a couple copies in the system. It's part of the, the line of Westerns in large print. I like large print. I do, too. It's so much easier on my eyes. And yep. I feel like you can read it so much faster. I just I just feel like, man, I read that book in no time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a fun one if you're looking for some kind of uh, something a little bit different than the regular Christmas novels. Yeah. So I have some serious cookbook recommendations. Okay. And I'm just going to go through these kind of quickly, all three in one. Okay. I feel like you can't go wrong with an Ina Garten cookbook. So she's the Barefoot Contessa. She's... You know, decades into the industry of catering and cooking for large groups of people. And she has cookbooks that, uh, they're of course, full of delicious things. But she has a whole book called Foolproof, and it's about uh, planning a menu and making sure everything comes out of the oven and is ready at the right time. So it's supposed to help you get through a large meal that you're feeding a lot of people stress-free. And sometimes her recipes get fussy. But she almost always has, like, you can use store-bought stuff. You don't have to make your own this. Or here's your shortcut. Or if you can't find this, use this. 
So if you can't find the fussy thing, she almost always has something easy you can find at your local grocery store, not a specialty store, to use instead. She also has one parties, uh, Barefoot Contessa parties, and it's full of recipes to feed huge crowds. So if you're feeding lots of people, which I don't, you know, whatever, if you're going to do that this holiday, please be safe. But if you're going to have a big party and you're going to feed a lot of people, she's got lots of really delicious recipes that can be ready quickly. And then the last one I want to talk about is the Pioneer Woman's Year of Holidays cookbook. And it's full of reliable recipes that please a crowd and feed a ton of people. So Ree Drummond's The Pioneer Woman. She's written a bunch of cookbooks. You can find most of her recipes through her website now. And she also has a show on Food Network. So she has a bunch of recipes that you can get for free on the Food Network website. But they all feed a large crowd. And they're like family favorites. She doesn't make anything fussy or weird. You know, like my favorite macaroni and cheese recipe is from The Pioneer Woman. So she doesn't chop up pineapple and put it in there. In her macaroni, macaroni and cheese? Yeah. Is that a thing that you've seen? I just wouldn't be surprised. You know how I feel about pineapple. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. That's gross. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I really enjoy cooking. I like making lots of cookies and baked goods for people for the holidays. So I just feel like some good standby, easy recipes can help you get through stress-free. And that's what this is about. I think there's been enough stress this year. Absolutely. Let's, let's run into these holidays. Let's walk into them and have some fun. Enjoy it. But there's going to be people that don't do that. There's going to be people that are going to make this a little bit more difficult than it needs to be. Every family's got that that one person that makes everything into a, a bigger deal than it is. Sure. And this is not the year for it. But if, if you think that you have somebody in your family, this book might help. I didn't get to read it last year, but I'm going to read it this year. Spending the Holidays with People I Want to Punch in the Throat. <laughs> what a title. From Jen Mann. I would have thought this was in self-help, but we actually have it in entertainment. But okay. I don't think that that's going to be any less helpful. And uh, I've kind of skimmed through it, and uh, I'm looking forward to jumping into this one. I think it's fair to say there's some language. Okay. But if you think that there's somebody you want to punch in the throat this holiday, maybe read this book instead. So is that like an instruction manual on how to handle those people that you come in contact with, or is it just like funny stories about dealing with those people? I think it's funny stories about dealing with these people. So okay. we, I will read it, and we might we might talk about it then later in December when when this book might come in <laughs> a little bit more handy. Okay. But, so we're starting the holiday season now. Let's enjoy ourselves, and if we feel like we need spending the holidays with people, I want to punch in the throat. We'll break that out and we'll discuss about it. All right, I like it. And then I've got a couple movies. Obviously, I'm a movie guy, so I would say. That one of the movies that gets everybody in the mood for the season is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Everybody says that I've got the most dysfunctional family, blah, 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 blah. You wouldn't believe what we do at the holidays. But if your family is the type that sits down together and watches National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, you have the most normal family I can think of. (laughs) I think that only families that don't watch Christmas Vacation, and I'm not talking about Christmas Vacation 2, which we also have. That was made for TV. No one wants to watch Cousin Eddie headline his own movie. But Mm. if if your family's (laughs) the kind that would watch Christmas Vacation together and have a good time, you have a wonderful, wonderful, normal family. So enjoy your time. And then, of course, the old classic that uh, most people are always shocked when I say I love this movie. It's a Wonderful Life, James Stewart, Donna Reed. Watch it every year when I can. 
I did finally pick up a copy on Blu-ray last year, so there's no reason why I won't watch this three or four times between now and Christmas. Well, that's just heartwarming. It's one of the most, it's one of the sweetest holiday movies that starts with a man's suicide that I think I've ever seen. Well, that's one way to start a holiday movie. Well, you know, all of a sudden you're paying attention. I guess that's true. So. I think that's got us. That's our attempt to help everybody. Yeah, ease into the holidays, stress-free. Uh, you know, we can we can help you find a light-hearted, silly holiday mystery or romance. We can help you find a cookbook that can make your cooking less stressful. We can help you find a book. Yeah, please contact us. And you can catch us at the Madison email anytime. Again, that's madison at hmcpl.org in the uh, subject line you could just say this is for michelle and rob and we're more than happy to answer those uh send you some recommendations and uh, again if you want to join in and talk about a rogue by any other name that'll be the next episode so you have enough time to pick it up from hoopla the great thing about romances is they're super quick reads well they're quick because they kind of they kind of get you they kind of lock you in they do that's, the whole point is is an escape, right? So you don't want to spend like six weeks slogging through an escape read. No. <laughs> you, you are correct. And, of course, I'm new to this genre other than my, my couple little Christmas ones. Uh, and you know I'm an evangelist when it comes to romance novels. So, so. I was, I'm really surprised by this one so far. I, I'm looking forward to talking about it. All right. But, uh, but anytime, contact us, and we're more than happy to answer. Give you some recs. Yeah, so we'll talk to you next time. Uh, shout out to our staff at the Madison Public Library for giving us the time to sit down and record these podcast episodes during our work time. Always. You guys are amazing and awesome and awesomely amazing. Absolutely. And uh, remember, don't, don't trust, trust robots. robots. Bye. The views expressed by the hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the Huntsville-Madison County Library System. For more information on the Huntsville-Madison County Public Library, visit us online at hmcpl.org. If you'd like to learn more about some of the topics discussed today, visit your local library, which is us. No representation is made that your librarian is more knowledgeable than other librarians or that they have any expertise on your particular project.